Doc Rivers out in Philadelphia. Nobody's really surprised. He sort of acknowledged that there was a chance that was going to happen after they blew another game and had another horrible showing in a game seven and go home in the second round of the playoffs. But I will say this, Ryan. Yeah. It ain't just Doc's fault. Yeah. Joel Embiid did not come to play. James Harden was yeah. a roller coaster the entire series. Yeah. It it ends up falling on the coach first. That's the way the NBA works, and that's the way sports work in general. But it's not all his fault. He just has the resume and the reputation of having all of these blown 3-1 leads in Game 7 and Game 6 losses. See, I've always kind of, not always, right? Like, when I was young, I would call for the head of a coach all the time. Like, you heard me last night, David Ross, the manager of the Cubs, he needs to go. But I hate doing it because nobody deserves to lose their job, even rich people, even famous people. I don't want to see anybody You know what? If you're bad job. at your job, you deserve but to lose your job. I'm going to actually uh, know, disagree with you there. You know when this really if you changed, suck at what you do, you deserve yeah. to lose your job. If you don't care, yeah. if you don't want to be there, you, d- 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 why, th- th- you don't need it. So uh, I'm a big college football fan, huge college football fan, kind of a degenerate a little bit. And I used to do the message boards. I'm a big Notre Dame fan. And I would have like the fire Charlie Weiss board and I would just be ripping this guy. Uh, it used to be Dom Capers, the defensive coordinator for the Packers. I wanted him gone for what seemed like a decade. But then when I actually started covering teams and like people wanted the Brewers hitting coach fired because Christian Yelich was struggling or I was covering the Packers and everybody wanted Mike Pettin gone. I was like, well, he doesn't really have the horses. You kind of figure out like, you know, a lot of these guys, they're good coaches. They're good people, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you just need to change the scenery, and I can't believe I'm doing this. I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to defend Doc Rivers today because what could he have really done differently? Now, the problem for Doc is he's choked away many, 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 many playoff series. Add a few minis. A few more minis in there. And what really screwed Doc was a couple years ago the choke job against Atlanta. But it wasn't his fault when you think back, man. Ben Simmons got the yips. There was nothing that Doc could have done about that. What could a Doc have done better in this series? James Harden, no-showed. He was scared of the ball in Game 7. Embiid, what happened to Embiid is the same thing that happens to Embiid every single season. He's a great player, but basketball is obviously a game of runs. The Celtics go on that huge run in the third quarter, and Embiid didn't want to fight back. He just threw in the towel. That happens to him every year. You notice that, though? Yes. Like, once... Like, once the going gets tough, he's like, all right, I'm out. I'm checked out. And Harden's kind of the same guy. And the role players, like, Maxie's fine and Tobias is fine, but they just didn't really have the horses. So I actually kind of feel bad for Doc. I don't think anybody should hire Doc. I don't want to see him, you know, become the head coach of my team, but I just don't think there's anything really he could have done. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, who could Philadelphia hire? And if you're going to run it back with that roster, like, let's say for Embiid it was, hey, it's either Doc or it's Harden. Why would you choose Harden? over Doc because do you think that any other coach do you think Nick Nurse uh, Mike Budenholzer Phil Jackson anybody else is going to show up to Philadelphia and have James Harden play better than he did in game seven I think they're both I think he's gone too they're both gone like you can't get more from those guys so I just kind of feel I I don't know I feel like Doc uh, got thrown under the bus a little bit he's not a great coach but I think he did a fine job actually in the playoffs this year. His guys just didn't show up for him in Game Seven. You, if it, the league is still a star-driven league, and if you can't get somebody that is campaigned to be MVP to play like an MVP, Nikola Jokic did. Yeah, Joel Embiid didn't. James Harden. Look, I understand he's not the James Harden that he used to be, but you know what he should be able to do? Go out and play consistently. Where one game yeah, you can't ex- get forty from him and be shocked, and then the next game he takes eight shots. Right. You just can't do that because you don't know what you're going to get game in and game out. It's really hard to coach a team where you don't know what you're going to get on the floor every single night. Now, what if I told you that I have odds in front of me right now for the Sixers' next head coach, and I guarantee you could not guess who the favorite is. Um, the favorite. No, co- no coaching experience played for the team. 
Yeah, I got draft lottery props, so I'm not cheating. I'm going to go uh, Mike Budenholzer's the favorite, right? J.J. Redick at 3-1. to one. That would just – okay, and I love J.J. Yeah. as an analyst, right? Although he really has the easiest job because he gets to go on after Mad Dog and Screaming A just say the most crazy stuff. And just and say logical he's, things. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like, you know, guys, LeBron is really good at basketball. Yeah. No! 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 Hold on a minute. No, no, no. Let, 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 let me finish. I, it's, that's, that's how it works. That's kind of what I hate, though. It's because guys like Kendrick <laughs> Perkins and Ryan Hollins – former players go on that average like one point and two rebounds a game and just say crazy stuff because that's how they get into the biz. Yeah. But like JJ just goes on and just says stuff that anybody else would say and everybody's like, what a hero, man. JJ's so good at this. He's great. But that would be that would be like hiring Steve Nash, who I believe at the time was a bleacher report soccer analyst. Not that he doesn't know the game of basketball, but he had never been even an assistant coach, had he? No. So Never. why why would you just make him the head coach? You're, you're, this is like why would Jack Collinsworth ever get a job as uh, the play-by-play commentator for Notre Dame football? But I, I digress. That's a conversation for another day. It's the last name. Yeah. yeah. I think these people are lying on their resumes too. Maybe. Well, sometimes all you have to do if you're J.J. Redick, you're right. It's an, it's an easy spot to be in because you're the same one when there's two crazies. It's like being Josh Harris and Magic Johnson following Dan Snyder. He's going to look great no matter what because what was there before was pathetic. He does but, know the team that said. Yeah, he does. Obviously. Yeah. What if Embiid was like, I want JJ? Then I'd be fine with it. But at the but at the end of the day, man, like, do you put that decision? Does Embiid have any say? You know what I mean? Like your superstar player, like Giannis should have a say in the next Bucks head coach. You know there's reports the Knicks may try to make a run at Joel Embiid, right? Oh yeah. 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 And I want it to happen. Yeah. I want it to happen too. But I don't know how much they have to give up. But do you think Embiid Okay, so I've had that stupid take that Jimmy Butler would never be the best player on a championship team, but he easily could be. Do you think Embiid ever will be, though? Because do you just, like, do you think he has it? He's obviously a good enough, he's a great player. He was, but he, he was averaged a, 23 points per game I mean, in the he, playoffs. He was, he was good in last year's playoffs. Remember, he played hurt. He awesome. He actually played like an MVP last year in the playoffs. So it is there. I think it really matters. The, the construction of the team matters. I mean, how much depth do you have? Like, if you've got Joel Embiid with Jalen Brunson, yeah, I think you've got yourself you know, a championship core right there. I don't know what the Knicks would have to give up. Yeah, Julius Randles might, may be in the mix. That's fine. They don't need him, especially considering that you're going to have Joel Embiid there anyway. But if you surround him with a lot of shooters that are actually consistent, yeah, you don't need Embiid to go out and get you 35 and 15. But if he can go get you 27 and 11, and you know that you're going to get another 25 and six or seven assists from Jalen Brunson, and it's going to be consistent. See, that's the thing, too. You weren't getting the consistency from anybody else, so yeah. it makes it that much harder. Monty Williams is 4-1 to one to be the next Sixers head coach. Former assistant there, yeah. knows the team. That makes sense. What we're going to end up having is like this musical chairs of coaches where like Budenholzer goes to the Suns. Budenholzer 6-1 to one to go to the Sixers right now. And actually, Budenholzer to the Suns is 3-1. to one. Kevin Young, who's an assistant with your Bucks, plus 250. Nick Nurse is the favorite at 2-1. to one. Like We're just going to see guys jumping around to different teams. Yeah, and so with Monty Williams, really good dude, great dude. I mean, we saw that after the Suns choked away uh, a 2-0 lead in the finals. He went into the locker room for some reason to congratulate Giannis. So there's a good relationship there. I think there's a mutual respect. I wouldn't be surprised, but... I don't know how good of a coach Monty Williams is, which is crazy to say because a couple of years ago I was campaigning because I had a bet for him to be the <laughs> coach of the year, but it went to Tibbs, and I was like, how? But then you think of how the Suns were a pretty damn good team. Remember in the bubble they went undefeated. They just didn't mm-hmm. make the playoffs. What changed for them was they landed Chris Paul, and you could rip Chris Paul, and you could say he always chokes in the playoffs. He's never healthy, but 
I mean, he went to that team and they won 60 plus games and they were in the NBA Finals and he had a great year because it allowed Devin Booker to play off the ball more. And Devin Booker's great with the ball in his hands as well, but it just kind of allowed him to become the player that he should have always been. And it, you know, eight in that first year with Chris Paul was pretty damn good until we got to the finals. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know how good Bonnie is as an X's and O's guy, man. He's like the one dude that got out coached by Mike Budenholzer. And last year it was against Dallas. We made the excuse that maybe half of the guys on the team had COVID. There was really no excuse this year. I mean, yeah, Chris Paul missed the series, and DeAndre Ayton didn't play in that final game, but he was giving you absolutely nothing anyway. So I just don't know how good Monty Williams is. You know, I don't know that you make that change. He goes to Milwaukee and, you know, get bounced in the first round again next year. Can I give you a name to watch out for yeah. for Philadelphia? Jay, Jay Wright, 6-1. to one. So I was told a few years ago when he was still coaching at Villanova, the Sixers were the one job he'd be willing to leave college for. I don't want now, to have he that. left college anyway. Yeah. Had a couple of back and forth, some texts today with some people. Just just keep Jay Wright in mind. Let's just say that. It's not a guarantee of anything. I wouldn't be but shocked. Jay Wright and the Sixers and the organ you know, if the organization starts players start campaigning for it, the fan base already wants that. Yeah. If you make an offer you can't refuse yeah. There's a chance that that's where Jay Wright ends up, and that would make the fan base happy. That would likely make Joel Embiid happy. I don't think James Harden's coming back anyway. When there's smoke, there's fire in a lot yeah. of these. I think he goes back to Houston, plays with young guys. He doesn't want the pressure. James Harden doesn't want to be talked about as somebody that chokes in the playoffs. He just wants to go have fun, play basketball, and go to strip clubs. Uh, yeah. He can do it in Houston. I just wonder if Jay Wright would want that kind of stress because we've seen it, you know, making that transition from, well, and he's retired now, but from the college game to the pro game. Oh. Because what I've always liked about Jay Wright, he doesn't have to land the five-star recruits. Like Jalen Brunson, those teams that he won national titles with they didn't have any lottery picks on those teams it was guys like Dante DiVincenzo who's the final four MVP but he's a great system coach he has a great system I just don't know if that translates in the NBA I mean it could of course but he's 61 years old do you really want that stress coaching James Harden and Joel Embiid when you're sitting right now making millions of dollars in the broadcast booth breaking down college hoops I just I see him more of a college guy I see him as more of a teacher I think that's the difference like college like the good coaches, they're teachers. We saw that with Brad Stevens, man. He is a teacher of the game of basketball. In the NBA, you're more of like a babysitter. I mean, there's great X's and O's guys, guys like Spole. Uh, you know, you're you're an ego stroker. You're a yeah. uh, you're a babysitter. You're trying to keep everybody happy. Yeah, it, it's a lot different than college. Yeah, and like he's never really coached guys with big egos before. Like Dante Divincenzo probably didn't have a huge ego uh, at Villanova. Jalen Brunson was, became a Jaylen star Brunson in the tournament. Did a little maybe. bit. I used to we um we used to go watch Jalen in in high school. I uh, I was there for the third place game in the state title, uh, state championship tournament where he uh they, they thought he like gave the official the middle finger so he got suspended. It was wild, but he was he was really good. But he had a little attitude. I just I don't know if Jay Wright would want that. Here are my two favorites. Looking at these odds boards right now. Allen Iverson, 501, next Sixers head coach. Charles Barkley, 501, saw, I, I Phoenix. Saw, I just Let's saw go. AI at the poker table Let's two and a half weeks ago. Could you imagine? I promise you he will not be the next head coach. If anybody wants to bet that, please do it from me. Because you I'll know, give you better odds. I just want Allen Iverson at his first press conference to start to be asked about practice. It would be amazing. It would come full circle. Does he get the coach uh, at National Harbor on Zoom? Don Staley, 20 to 1 on that list as well. Yeah. Becky Hammond's on this too. Although, no, Becky Hammond got, like, suspended. There's all kinds of stuff going on with the Aces, so I don't know if she's going to show up on that. All right. 